Hello and welcome to ATX Unscripted. I am Peter. And I'm Nick. And we are the hosts. And that's our intro we usually do. Yes, what well, you have some new ideas, don't you? I wanna try some out here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I've been I've been thinking, you know, who's doing these intros well? How can we really get some fire going so people pick up this podcast and just get hooked right away? Right. Mm, okay. Mm, so let me try something out. Hey, 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 ATX Unscripted, y'all. Boom, 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 boom. ATX Unscripted. My God. You're, you're like that guy from Police Academy. does all those sounds. and I didn't realize his talent, Peter. Yeah, I, it was something I was just born with. <laughs> you cannot be trained. <laughs> you cannot incredible. be trained. Why don't you, you give it a go? Why don't you give it a go here? Ooh, what we're okay. Uh, let's see. Well, welcome. This is... Uh, Welcome to our channel. This is Nick. Alongside me is Peter Smith. And uh, this is ATX Unscripted. Oh, you're going with the whisper intro. Mm, yes. The whisper intro. Ooh, we're going to talk about murders today. Who out there <laughs> likes murders? <laughs> well, you know, work in progress. We'll keep testing them out. Yep. See what our viewers Send like. Send in your votes. Send in your votes. See what they like. So I got some news, Nick. Some updates. Okay. What did you got? What you got? Okay, so as you know, last week we debuted on Apple Podcasting. So we're now on Apple, guys. You can subscribe. You can get our new episodes every week. Hey, leave us a review. You know, show us some love. Okay. We debuted as the number one podcast. That's right. This is incredible. It's yeah. a very specific category. Yeah. Wow. Last week, number one uh, within the social, social and culture category. Okay. Within the Austin, Texas geography that's been created in the last month. Okay. Okay. Okay, yeah. you take what you can get. Yeah, I mean, there are some tough competitors in that spot. And this week, even tougher competitors, and we lost our number one spot. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, our dear friend Anthony started a podcast. Did he really, though? It's called Anthony Does Puzzles. <laughs> Anthony yeah, Anthony has a good collection of puzzles. I borrowed a puzzle. Yeah. It was a tough puzzle. It's more of a silent podcast. Yeah. Um, but people apparently like to listen to the sounds of someone doing a puzzle over us. Okay. Well, the video I would actually potentially watch, I know this is a joke, but if I wanted to have a nice relaxing night, the kind of night where you do a puzzle but I was extra lazy, I could see myself putting that on TV. So here's the conspiracy. He doesn't do a video. Is he even doing the puzzle? <laughs> oh, man. I think he might just have two pieces. He just clicks back and forth. <laughs> Conspiracy. And then he just makes the sound of a puzzle. And then, you know, it's a three-hour podcast. Oh, what a scandal. Puzzle gate. So every once in a while, every couple minutes, you know, maybe every 15, 20 minutes, you hear a, yeah. And he does a big part of it, you know. <laughs> maybe he's maybe he completes the edges. Maybe he does a big piece. <laughs> but that's the podcast there. And, uh, you know, this week he did the uh, Golden Gate Bridge. So tough competition. Oh. Well, he said he was doing the Golden Gate Bridge, but maybe he was doing the Mona Lisa. Maybe he was doing the Mona Lisa. Yeah, but nonetheless, it could be one puzzle. The we whole gotta time. step up our game with our podcast. Man, we gotta get that spot back. Yeah, we got we got that one we're competing against. We got the okay. sounds of a washing machine podcast we're yeah. competing against. By the way, last time I thought that was real, and I was gonna look it up until I realized how stupid I was to think that was real. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. There's some tough competition in our space right. here, so we're getting a little better in our production, all right, guys. All right, we gotta turn it up. Turn yes. it up to eleven. So today we're talking about a very popular topic here in Austin. Mm -hmm. What most people come to visit here for, Dirty Six Streets. Dun dun dun. Oh yeah, we're adding sound effects for oh, yeah. production value. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Dirty Six Streets. Uh, most people who live in Austin know it. Some people who live here don't live here just know it as Sixth Street. That's right. But really, go to Sixth Street. It's Dirty Sixth Street. Yes, it 
is. My God, I don't know if there's any name for anything that is better matched than Dirty 6th Street. It's on 6th Street, number one. Yeah. And good Lord, is it dirty. It's a little grimy. A little bit. Yeah, indeed so. So, uh, what are we going to be talking about with Dirty Sex? The people on Dirty Six Street. Okay. So if you are coming to Austin, like if the you different live here, types of people you would run into, the oh, different. Yeah. Okay. Oh All yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it's an interesting experience. So Dirty Six Street is downtown. It's kind of where the big nightlife in Austin has been historically. It's kind of the older bars. It's where everyone goes for their bachelor and bachelorette parties. Now you've been to Dirty Six Street uh, a handful of times. Yeah, I don't know. You probably go maybe two, three times a week. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, a year. Actually, that's kind of accurate. What probably. do you think of Dirty Six Street before we start getting to the people of Dirty Six Street? Well, I've already told you part of my opinion. It's freaking dirty. So, so it's it's. I would say it's pretty similar to like Bourbon Street in New Orleans on the kind of like novelty and dirtiness level, right? Where there's fantastic places in uh, in uh, New Orleans. Um, that are not Bourbon Street that may be more fun to go to. Um, sim- similar thing in Austin. So, I mean, it's an experience. You go and, go and check it out. The younger you are, the more you're going to enjoy it. Okay. That's for sure. Yeah, I disagree. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm not young. I go there. <laughs> and here's why I like it. It ties into what we're talking about. Okay. The people watching there is pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's insane. If, if, if you need to see a lot of activity that you may or may not want to be any a part of, right? 36th is great for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. You get some good entertainment there. Yeah? Okay. Uh, fair. Fair. Fair? Fair. Yeah. Now, you got to kind of level your expectations that this is not a fancy uh, type of get up there. It is... It is It not. is dirty. If you're coming into town to check out the bar scene in Austin, because you heard there's cool bars here, you got to understand what you're getting into on Dirty Six. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely do. Now, I think people who visit Austin, who have never been, need to go there. Yeah. Go and see it. Go and you know what? It. If it's too much for you, it's easy to get out and go yeah. somewhere else. A lot you know? of other options. A lot. But someone whose first time is in Austin, it's kind of a rite of passage to go there. A little bit. And, a little bit. you know, drink some disgusting cocktails. Ugh. Yeah. Get pushed around the street a little bit. Mm. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, the memories are coming back to you right now. I see the face uh. right <laughs> You YouTube viewers are getting a real treat seeing the disgust on my face. Oh, yeah. So some of the people who you're going to run into on uh, Dirty Six. Oh, yes. Okay. So that's what we'll talk about here. You're going to run into a lot of bachelorette parties on Dirty Yep, Six. yep, yep. Classic. Okay. You come to Austin. You do all the different Austin things, yeah. right? And that's going to be on the list. Dirty Sixth. This town is like taken over by bachelorette parties summertime. Around this time. Yeah, and, you know, they all start about where uh, we live. They've got those those bike bar things, you know, the drink and pedal or whatever. Oh, yeah. You see so many of them. They start right here, and right. then they make their way all the way down to Dirty Sixth, I assume. Yeah. Now, as someone who lives in Austin, when I first moved here, I was excited 
about the possibility of bachelorette parties here all the time. Now that I live here, they just kind of annoy me. You know, they're kind of honeypots. It's like, this looks like fun, like a group in town and everything. They're always, there's always one person that's kind of... Uh, gonna kind of control what everyone's doing. There's some negative right? energy sometimes. Yeah, they're not they're not here to meet people and make friends. They're here just to do a bachelor party. Do a party. plan. Like there's always someone that has a plan. It's like we got to stick to the plan. You're oh, not yeah. in the plan. Oh, they organize yeah. much better than bachelor parties. Yeah, way better. Way better. Yeah. They have itinerary. Yeah. They have like meet up and they meet up on time. Yeah, the only um, itinerary on many. Bachelor parties is like we're just gonna drink beer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the uh, only. That's the only. We're gonna go out. Beer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Where are we going to stick? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to smoke a cigarette because my wife's not around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is like a parade of bachelorette parties on Dirty Six, too. Now, there are other places to go out in Austin, but for a bachelorette party, it's actually kind of entertaining. Yeah. They get a lot of free drinks. Yeah. You and know. Now, there are the mood. a lot of bachelor parties there, too. But you don't notice the bachelor parties because, like, a lot of guys in bachelor parties don't wear, like, matching outfits. Yeah. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't it's know. It's just a bunch of guys out being rowdy. It Pretty much. Yeah. Unless it's just, like, a big group and they're all together. You're kind of like, okay, that's a that's too big of a group to be a normal group. Yep. Yeah. But you will see them. Um, also, here on Dirty Six, you're going to see some street performers. Yep. And Love what they have here. The Bucket Drummer. The Bucket oh, Drummer. Boy. He's a popular one. He's pretty talented, too. I'm yep. not going to lie. He's yep. got some skills. Oh, there's, you mean there's a specific guy there there's you know of? Yeah, that couple, dude. Yeah. A couple, man. You got I mean, the, it does sound good. You got, the bucket, you got the Bucket Drummer. You got the Contortionist. Yep. Remember they're using the Contortionist? Oh, yeah. He's getting all kinds of uh, contact with the ground there on Dirty Six. Dude, yeah. you got the Snake People. The Snake Guy. Holy crap. Like, you know how you go through your entire life never wanting to see a snake in any situation? Yeah. And then you're going out and having fun, and then you turn to your right, and there's a giant python just sitting on the ground there. Like, why? 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 <laughs> why? I, just, I spent my whole life avoiding snakes, and then you're here to entertain us with one? And people are out, like, taking pictures with it and having fun. But I'm and like, then, you know what? Yeah. I, I guess it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 Wildlife is cool, but like Isn't surprise snakes. No one wants a surprise snake. Yeah, who's this guy who just goes out on Friday and Saturday nights with a snake? That's his life. I don't know. I don't know. You know what? I bet he did it once and he got some good feedback because there's, you know, it's going to be one in a hundred people that are like, wow, <laughs> I want to pick with a snake. And he's like, okay, well, it's all the only encouragement I need. We're going to need to have him on the podcast and so maybe yeah. he'll be like, oh no, it's actually uh, quite a business venture. I make a six-figure income and I get to meet great people <laughs> and uh, I work minimal hours. I'm like, oh shit, I'm getting a snake. <laughs> I'm getting a snake. I'm getting a snake, dude. <laughs> the contortionist guy is also creepy, man. Oh, man. He's a I f- mean, he's out there. He's working hard. He's contorting. Um, but, uh, oh, man. I'm, I'm sorry. But anyone who has skin to ground contact with dirty sixth street. Exactly. He's on the street. <sighs> he's got his shirt off, and he's just, like, rubbing into those bricks and that asphalt there. Right. <sighs> take a breather definitely do um you know there's definitely a lot of tourists that go there it's more it, it, i don't know the ratio of out-of-towners to in-towners but it feels pretty heavy on the tourists from out of town there yes absolutely there have to be some tourists that hear about how nice austin is and they go there and they're like holy crap this is not what i expected yeah, I mean there are a couple good bars there I do like that are kind of fun for certain occasions like Pete's Dueling Piano Bar is a fun time. Yeah. 
And granted, the later it gets, the crazier it gets too. Right? Oh yeah. Like during the day, it's kind of has a certain lightness to it. A happy fun, hour, right? even maybe yeah. you can get away with before it gets dirty. Totally. Yeah, and a piano bar, dueling piano bar is always fun. It doesn't yeah. matter what street it's on if you're inside and watching a couple couple guys on the piano. So yeah. Oh yeah. Fun. If I have a group maybe who are out of town, that's like a great place to take yep. them. And you know there are some hidden gems there as well. Um, just random like performance art or comedian stuff. There, there's a lot of them down on Dirty Sixth Street. You know. They do have more live music. Yeah, they really do. They do have a lot of good live music. I, I you just might have that. to deal with a snake. You just might have to deal with the snake and contortionists. Yeah. And a lot of homeless people. Yeah. You do see a lot of homeless people yeah. there, yeah. which is unfortunate. Um, you know, there is a, an issue there. But the ones that are there are kind of partying and trying to, like, a little aggressive, I would say. Well, I mean, there's just people that just hang out on 36. That's just their home. That's their home. Yeah. 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 Very true. Very true. Um, there is a lot of deal seekers there. Deal seeker? What is a deal seeker? There are some cheap drinks you can get on Dirty Six. Okay. So oh, okay. You get Someone kinda... going looking for the cheap drink in the, in the shitty bar. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Because they do give out like, free shots to people. Okay. There are so many bars on Dirty that they are just like, hey, come in, come in, come in. They're yep. always just like on Bourbon Street. Come By in. the way, the, it, you, if you want quality, that is a huge sign. <laughs> you should avoid the place if there's someone out on the street to get people to come in. Yeah. Uh, like there's a strong correlation with you don't want to go there if there's someone actually out front <laughs> getting you to come in. Begging you to come in. Begging you to come in. Hey, guys, free shots. And then I'm you not go saying in. it's a bad idea. It's actually probably a good – it's absolutely a good business idea to get someone out there to hustle to get people in, right? Yeah. But like eh, I avoid that. Oh, the free shots they give out too? Mm, not great. Of turpentine? Yeah. Yeah. Not great. Yeah, it's like like in a test tube. It's like a quarter (laughs) of what one shot would be. And then you drink it and you're like, okay, what did I just drink here? Yeah. Yeah. This is Windex. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of do look like Windex. I think I'm going to get buzzed from this Windex. Squeaky clean teeth. Yeah. You know, they do have, on that note, they do have bars where the people who go there are looking for the deals and they get the big drinks. The massive drinks. Oh, uh, okay. Because a big drink, those are kind of those fun will and get your stupid. buzz on. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna do a whole podcast of big drinks. <laughs> <laughs> the moron bowls. I'm telling you, how was your day? And just drinking out of like a tub, like like uh, fish bowls. <laughs> Perfect. Down. Dude. Oh man. You know, you know you gotta hydrate. That's one of the best ways to make sure you get your water. Well, those fish bowls will those just bowls. mess you up. Yeah. You see them making them, and they're just even pouring in the cheapest liquor. And then they throw in some Chaser and then even some Red Bulls. And you're like, okay, here we yeah. go. Yeah, they're liquor bottles upside down for too long. Yeah. It just keeps going and going and going. Yeah. <laughs> I was on 36. Mm-hmm. And we were we were ordering them because we were idiots. Uh, this is when I was younger and, and you know less responsible, of course. And then my friend went to go order a full fish bowl for us to all drink, right? He went to the bar. We all left. Just like, you know, didn't tell him. Not on purpose. We just left. And he goes back to the table, and there's other people sitting there. He's holding the fishbowl that he just bought and paid like, you know, 25, 30 bucks for. And so he stands there and just finishes it standing on his own. <laughs> Did he talk to them? He's like, all right, I'm not going to put this to waste. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And he crushes it. And yeah, he was feeling that one. I bet. I bet. Did he talk to the people? 
Were they questioning him? No. His no, he just choices? stood in the bar by himself and drank a whole fishbowl. <laughs> yeah, I could kind of see myself doing he, that. He had too much pride that he bought and paid for it, and he couldn't just leave it. Because we all left. <laughs> Got to get every, every dollar out of this bowl. Yeah, yeah. I'm now at the age now when I go to a bar, um, I can leave a drink there without chugging it. Yep. Because you're going to pay for it in multiple ways. You're going to pay for it the next day. Yeah. Right? I don't enjoy chugging it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And I'm going out to have fun, so what's the point of doing Now, in my younger years, though, if you buy a drink, you aren't leaving. You're not leaving it. That drink, getting alcohol, so valuable to you oh, when you're younger. Oh, yeah. You're not leaving. I'm allowed to buy this now. No yeah. man left behind. No. <laughs> no man left behind. Yeah. You, could, you wouldn't let your buddies leave a drink at the bar yeah. that's half-finished. Yeah. It was like a violation. You know what kind of bugs me is when everyone, you're out with friends, and it doesn't happen that often anymore as we get older, and there's one person who wants to finish their drink, and everyone's sitting there waiting for that person to finish a drink that they don't even really want, and you can tell. Yeah. And now I've started convincing friends, like, fuck it, I'll buy you a drink in the next place. And yeah. everyone's like, oh yeah, let's just go. Yeah, that's a much better, more fun system rather than be like... Let's wait for everyone to finish their drinks at the same time. Yep. And then all of a sudden, someone else orders another round, and yep. now we're here. And now we can't go to this other place because we're stuck stuck here. Yep. Yeah. No, totally. if you want to go, just leave your drink and go. Nice little tip there if for you. If you want hack. to chug it, go for it. Yep. But you shouldn't. You don't have to. No. Yeah. It took me, you know, many years to come to that maturity level. Yeah. Well, many, I'm glad you've grown. You know, it's a work in progress. Yeah. It's a work in progress. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. So, other than the deal seekers there, the, another person you'll see on Dirty Six is the creepy solo man. <laughs> you mean the guy's just hanging out on his own? Basically me, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go there for a bachelor party that comes into town here sometime with a friend, and I'm just going to see Peter creeping around on Dirty Six. You know what? When I first moved here, I didn't know a whole lot of people. I would go out by myself more. Yeah, I've done that here in Austin. Yeah. And it's actually not too uncomfortable in Austin. I had great nights. I yeah. had great nights. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. If you're going to the most trendy place solo, it might be a little uncomfortable. Yeah, but if you're going to dirty solo, fuck, no one's going to look at you twice. It's zombie land over there. It is a zombie land, dude. And there's yeah. what? There's contortionists on the street. There's yeah. snake people. As soon as there's a snake and a contortionist on the ground, you, you, all rules are out the window. It's yeah. Fine. You can definitely go out solo there, and it is not judged. Yeah. Yeah. So. There you go. So That's you, what Dirty Six is for. We finally figured it out. <laughs> oh, there's the evangelicals that they're, you know, they're preaching the Bibles and everything like that. Oh, I've never seen anyone there like yeah, that. Yeah, they get some people coming. Uh, there are it. some souls there that need to be saved. That's not a bad point. Um, yeah, I don't know if the people on the street who are uh, getting a little extreme are the best people to do so, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. There, and then what will happen is like someone will try and go up and get an argument with them. And it's like, why? What are you doing here? You're not, you're, there's no winning in this argument. Hold on. I'm going to fix this. I've got it. Mm. I had a couple drinks and my, my mind is just, just primed right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, why are you doing this? You're not going to, you're not going to persuade them. People are bored and they need a little bit of drama in their lives. People crave drama if they don't have enough. You think that's it? You think they just want, they just want to have an argument? It's been a mild week. I need yep. to get my argument on. <laughs> yeah, truly. I think there is some of that. I felt it. I think you're right, bro. Yeah. I think you're right. All right. Some other people you will see there as we kind of work down our uh, our list here. 
30 <laughs> something with standards. Yeah. That's kind of us. Yeah, we're, we're pulling some of these references from a Thrillist article, by the way. Shout out to Thrillist, they have great stuff. 30 something with standards. And it's kind of funny, like every once in a while, you go there and you get disgusted and disappointed. Yep. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a little adventure. For yeah. Us. And then you get it's quickly. It's a little bit check in on, like, I used to go here and have fun. Let's see if it's still fun. You're like, well, no. <laughs> It's a quick reminder of how old you are. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. yeah. Which you, is not necessarily a bad thing. When you go there and you see people in their early 20s chugging fish bowls like I yeah. used to and my yep. friend used to. And then you go there like in a blazer looking to sit down and, and get get like an old fashioned. They're like, oh, no, no old fashions. It's a two for one a vodka Red Bull. You're like, oh, yep. this, is, this is a different party. Yep. I'm, different party is one way to put I'm, it. I can't keep up with this anymore. But I try. It's <laughs> like I go it. there, I get reminded how old I am and how much I can't fit in. And then a week later, I make the same mistake. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with an occasional Red Bull vodka. And when I mean occasional, I mean six all in one night. Dude, I can't do them, man. Yeah? My Red you Bull vodka... turned. So I'm a lot of fun when I have Red Bull vodkas. Like, I get, like, high energy jumping yep. around the club. Samesies. Yeah. However, the next day, it hits me. But it hits me at, like... 3 p.m. The Hangover. Really? Yeah. You know what hits me the next day after some Red Bull vodkas? Fear and regret, because they will <laughs> make me black out. And like acting goofy, jumping around, and all of a sudden it's just like memory's gone. It's like, holy shit, what did I say and to whom? So you black out more from a Red Bull vodka? Oh, for sure. I've, I've in my 20s, had a, you know, in, in Santa Barbara, gone out. Met a bunch of new friends, like my, my new roommate who I didn't know well, met all of her friends, uh, on, was on a bunch of Red Bull vodka, and then I saw him the next day at some barbecue. I met them all. They were all strangers to me, though. And they're like, why is that guy so calm? Like, he was so funny and goofy last night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You get nutty. You know, when I see people at the bar ordering a Red Bull vodka, it's like, okay, these people are going big tonight. Yeah, but sometimes you just want a little bit of caffeine yeah, to I see wake you order, back you up. Order them. I'll order them sometimes, yeah. yeah. You know what's actually kind of good? And everyone scoffs at this until they try it. Is it sounds very young. Is a Captain and Red Bull. Captain Morgan and Red Bull. Oh, okay. Did you discover that in high school? <laughs> <laughs> is that when you were going in your parents' liquor cabinet yeah. grabbing a little bit of everything? Look at this pirate. No. If I just take a little bit of each ball, they won't notice. <laughs> then you drink like this is the most disgusting thing ever. Just try it. Just try it. Yeah. Captain Red Bull. Gin? Oh, I can't take too much gin. Let me put a little Captain Morgan in there. That's how an, uh, a Long Island iced tea was invented, maybe. Uh, probably. Probably. Just sneaking in the liquor cabinets. Yeah. 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 All right. Who else we got? All right. We have the selective door guy. There's a lot of door guys there is one thing you notice. Oh, like he won't let in. You mean you mean won't let in really drunk people or like won't let in like it needs to be the coolest looking people? It's a little bit of both. Okay. You know, there's door. I mean, they kind of do some recruiting there. Like I said, they try and yell out to people to give them free shots. They also do some promotion where they like try and promote and bring large groups in, particularly large groups of girls, right? And... And they kind of have this attitude of superiority about there, right? Yeah. They're a doorman. You know yeah. what? You want to get in? Hey, you're playing. This is my home court. You're going to have to play by my rules. Yeah. And uh, it's a bit of a gut punch sometimes <laughs> as a guy not like, getting you don't know me. Not getting let into you know, a bar. Look at my LinkedIn. I'm a stand-up guy. Yeah. 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 You know how many Instagram followers I have? 
<laughs> no, he doesn't like your look. He doesn't like your shirt. Oh, Not getting man. in. Yeah, that'll nothing will destroy your self confidence more getting turned away from a bar. Yeah. Well, I mean, some things will, but that is definitely a downer on it's the day. It's not fun in your adult one. Dude, one time I went to Hollywood, side note, went to Hollywood, which has some real doormen, right? I was with three other guys. That's mistake number one. Yeah, right? no, they don't like that. No, we tried to go to a club. I think it was at the W. It was like a top of the W. We're the first ones in line. <laughs> first How ones long in line. Were you the first ones in line? Uh, after two hours, we gave up. Two hours? They made after, you stand there? After it was after watching two hours of everyone else cut and walk in as we like stood there. Like directly behind you or they just walk up and go No, people just walk in and give them a high five, pay them some money. And you know, how mad would you be to be the people right behind you guys? You know what I mean? Like these guys are never getting in and they're going to stand there forever so we're never getting in. I think maybe at like one they start to let people in but other than that, it was like, no, you guys just aren't getting in. This. That must have been a real cool place. I think it's cool because they don't let people in, right? I think yeah. that's part of the deal. It, it a club isn't cool unless there's a line. Yeah, I guess. Stupid. I used to think that. Yeah. Now I won't go to anything that has oh, a line. Oh my god, waiting in line? No, it's terrible. Dude, not yeah. for me. No, nothing. No. Yeah. Again, if you're going out to have fun and then you're doing something that is not fun, what's even the point of going out? Yeah, no. Defeating the purpose. Absolutely. Chugging shitty drinks, waiting in line. Yep. Those are the things that is like, why am I even bothering doing I'm this? I'm so glad about how wise we are now. It took many, God, it took many years. It takes like a solid 10 years of drinking. It definitely it. does. Now, some other people, notably, that go there. It is definitely a college kid scene. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? UT, they go there, especially Thursday nights. It pops off. So, you know what? If you're in college, Thursday you nights. You kind of like Thursday nights there, huh? Because a little calmer. Less still. Less, still out, of ta- less out of towners okay. and, and less crazy. Yeah. Yeah, less out of towners probably. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but like just fewer people. Fewer people. Okay. Yes. Okay. So it does get a bit of a UTC. I feel like on Thursday nights too, like a lot of the UT fraternities and sororities will have parties at the bars. Okay. Which is kind of a weird thing to do because you walk up, you say, oh, there's a ton of people in there. And you'll try and walk in there and they are be like, oh, it's a private party. You'd be like, oh, rats. <laughs> Turn down again. Uh, but not a bad place to go. You know I, what I find comical when I go on Dirty Six? My favorite people watching there is the convention crowd. <laughs> I see this there. So these are people that like are staying at the Fairmont Hotel yep. or something down there. Yeah. And they're Hilton. finally done with their you know meetings and convention stuff. And they've still got their badge on. And they're like, well, it's time to time to really party here. They stand out big time. Big time. Yeah. You can just, from their body language, from their outfit, from, from their everything, vibe. maybe from their badge, if they forgot to take it off. Yeah, one, they're usually dressed like a little like more business is. First of all, no one anywhere in Austin is dressed businessy, so they stand yeah. out anywhere. They stand out. They yeah. definitely stand out. Kind of a dorky business look. And they're there, and you can tell they just, they're someone who hasn't been out in months. Yep. And they're turning up hard. <laughs> I'm out of town. I'm Start out of party. town. I'm away from the wife and kids. <laughs> yeah. I got myself yeah. a hall pass. I need to make the best of this. Well, they are in the right location. Yeah. You get, know? Get me a fishbowl and let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Let me play that piano. Let me play that piano. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, oh, man. And they get wasted. And it is just hilarious to see. I'd love to be a part of that sometime. 
I wonder how many people have been fired as a result of going to Dirty Six uh, oh, from conventions. That's a great question. So you mean you're, they're out with their group and one and they just person get way just too gets wasted a little and bit, goes a little bit too hard? Kind of like the Christmas party situation. Yes. Every company right? Christmas party, someone gets fired. I feel oh, like. man. Yeah, really, right? Yeah, yeah. Someone that, that's just been holding it in for too long and then they just get a little bit too drunk and tell too every hard. story that they shouldn't. And starts flirting with that guy or gal in the office that they never should flirt with. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I got a couple hypothetical questions. We should questions. trash some business. Actually, a business Christmas a business conference is probably one of the best parties for people to crash because there's always great food and there's usually free alcohol. Jeez, we should do that. People this try. Christmas. There's usually some security, but yeah, that's why they have badges. That. That's why they have badges. Yeah. 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 All right, I got a couple hypotheticals for you here, Nick. As right, you work right, through we to our hypothetical question part okay. of it. This is the part of the podcast where we ask kind of some open-ended hypothetical Love questions. It. So first one I'm going to throw your way, buddy. Okay. So if you were only allowed to go to one bar on Dirty Six for the rest of your life, Ooh. which bar would it be? Oh, man. Give me some options. What are some of your favorites? Pig, uh, is it pig pen? The, pig, yeah, the, pit, the pen, the pig... Something with a pig. Yeah, that one. And then Shakespeare's Lounge is also pretty fun. Okay. Those are like the kind of rooftop with the bay, the bands, live bands. It's got to have a rooftop so you can at least take a break. Some of the clubs there are all right also. Yeah? Some of the clubs there are okay. I may say Shakespeare's. Shakespeare's wouldn't be a bad choice. Um, I kind of like it there. And there's a lot of environments there, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I hear you. Um, the upstairs bar area is kind of cool. The outdoor area? Yeah. Shakespeare's. That's my answer. Final answer. Final answer? What's your answer? I'm going to say, as I'm looking through some of my lists Cruising here, through here? Yeah, I would say... So here's here's some here's some we're going to throw out there. Handlebar, I'm not going to say is on Dirty Six. Yeah, that's a block I, away. I would have said that. No, but that's we're not counting that one. That's a good one, guys. Go yeah. to Handlebar. Uh, Casino El Camino is good burgers, but not necessarily a bar. The Jackalope is a classic one. It's a, it's a, you get your photo on top of the Jackalope. But you know what? Not making my, not making my top choice there. Um, Shakespeare's 4.1 on... Uh, blind on Pig, that's what it is. The Blind Pig Pub. Porky Boys. That one's going to get my number one. It's just huge. It's huge. Uh, the other ones are pretty, pretty forgettable. You know, Bat Bar... They're kind of they're really similar. A lot of them yeah. are really really similar. Uh, there was that 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 um, aqua one that had the fish in it and the slide. I went down that slide. I got a big old bruise, man. <laughs> I went down that slide. Just flew out. Just fucking. That's <laughs> liability. Just crashed. I was like, oh man. <laughs> they don't screw around here, dude. They don't screw around. So you know, as you said, it's kind of a zombie land there. People are just hammered. It wasted. totally is. Like people walking around aimlessly. It's an anti-airport. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Here's the next question I'm going to ask you. Yeah. What do you got? It's kind of a segue there, but it needs to be talked about. This okay. is a classic internet question here. Okay. And it takes some thought, right? Hmm. If a zombie plague were to start up right now, mm-hmm. probably interested. Probably would start in Dirty Six, right? If it was to start up right now, where would you hide? Or where would you set up? Ooh, this is a great question. Yeah. <sighs> right. So all where of a sudden, would you hide. 
you know, there's a rager on Dirty Six, all of a sudden a zombie outbreak happens. Yep. Likely situation, by the way. Yeah, honestly, who knows what diseases are being concocted in the gutters there on Dirty Sixth Street. Oh, yeah, one of those fish bowls. You get oh. some, some bad bacteria <laughs> yeah. in a fish bowl, yeah, and right. all of a sudden you use your zombie status, bro. A drop of a fish bowl drops into the into the gutter, and then someone's shoe steps into it, and something combines in there and becomes uh, the next pandemic. I, that's how I see that movie starting, and yep. there should be a movie about this. There should be. Austin Zombies. Austin Zombies. Let's do it, dude. It's ATX Zombies. ATX Zombies. <laughs> Okay, so a tower has advantages, right? Okay, so and you're, going, you're going you're going for heights. You're going Yeah, so okay, so maybe in some apartment building, living in a somewhat undesirable part of the building, like uh, the maintenance closet or something that uh, would not be an obvious target for people, right? All right. High up, tucked away somewhere. Okay, so you're gonna be in a building. You're gonna be like in a high rise? Maybe in a high rise, yeah. Okay, so you know what? Screw that. Screw the maintenance closet. I'm taking the freaking penthouse. You're kind of trapped, though, bro. Yeah, that's the disadvantage, right? But you could rig that whole building however you want. And uh, I'm a hardware engineer. I'm gonna rig that crap to the to the to the teeth. I feel like these zombie movies they start out by finding uh, refuge in like a building high rise. Yeah. And then they, need, then they get attacked and they kind of pile up in the door and then they escape. Right. Yeah. You know what? You know what would be bad is a helicopter. Oh, that would help. That, that would help. help. Yeah. I mean, getting around would be a lot safer than a helicopter. Yeah. Assuming you knew how to fly one. If you had to escape, well, it's, it's zombie time. Like, you know, you don't need a pilot's license. You'll figure it out. Well, you probably need one. So maybe, you know, I starting now. Yeah, okay. You're going to wing it. You're going to go to the simulator <laughs> and just go for it. <laughs> so that's another part is how you're going to get to that place. If you're going to choose a place, you got to also transport there. And then transport is probably the most dangerous part in the zombie apocalypse, right? Yeah. The roads? Oh, yeah. Because they're going to be piled up with cars. Man, how are you going to get, you're gonna get through? How are you going to get all your stuff? Whole Foods is not going to last long. That's no, going to be a target. No. Yeah. Whole supply chain is going to dry up, bro. Oh, man. So that's why you kind of got to be on a farm with some self-sufficiency. This is a great point. Holy moly. That's right. Now, here is an answer that is not totally thought out. That could uh, be good or could be bad. Empty prison. Huh. They already got the barricades and walls yeah. set up. And you know what? You can shoot through those bars. You you could you got you got stations where you could gun up. That's right. Yeah, and then you could also lock people up if they get out of line. Yeah, because maybe you get a community people of people, up. dude, and you see what happens in the zombie apocalypse. Right, not only is it a threat from the zombies, but from people. Yeah, oh, absolutely. They're gonna they're come. Smarter. They're gonna come and try and steal from you or kill you or or, absolutely. or go insane. Everything's gonna be resource constrained. Yeah, they're so actually gonna be a bit probably a bigger threat. Yeah, it could be. There's, that's definitely yeah, a problem. Be the warden of a prison. You know what? You could also lock up some zombies if you capture one and do some, you know, tests, tests, tests. Yes. See what kills so them. I See think what it's turns set them back. up for that. However, here's the problem, right? It's got to be an empty one because if it's a full prison right now, it's probably going to be a feeding ground already, right? There's probably going to it's probably going to have a problem. Yeah. So maybe you'd have to go in there and clear it out. Clear it out, maybe. Dude, that sounds like a fun challenge, though. Like, I know like a first-person shooter. You drop a bunch. Of, you drop a bunch of zombies in there, and that'll clear that shit out. Well, zombies don't. Well, no, I'm saying that you'd have to clear out the zombies if it was already. Ah. Actually, okay. both problems. Both problems. One, yeah. there'd be a lot of people in there. 
that would be pretty tough to organize prisoners on the loose or two it got infected and there's a ton of zombies there and you can't just live there yeah gross now if it was an abandoned one that would be great but where are those abandoned how close how alcatraz. close is that and then how Ooh, alcatraz that'd be fun doesn't Island get better litter. doesn't get better than alcatraz it's a little bit hard to get groceries i don't know oh, if instacart that's delivers. a good point you yeah got a grocery problem but you there. could grow there i'm sure there's there's lots of sun there so um you know i mean prisons would probably have a stockpile of food yeah man you get tacked from all angles, it'd be kind of a target, but it'd be fun. Now, if it was an active prison and a zombie apocalypse broke out, maybe the people who stay there kind of kind of gang up, right? Yeah. And they're already, you know, they're already kind of prepared to fight. Yeah. You know, so if you've maybe got good in our, enough defenses, in our darkest hours, we got to turn to the prisoners to protect us versus the zombies. I'm done with that. Yeah. You know, play some basketball in the yard. Right. Not a bad option. I feel like a lot of movies. They like escape to a farm that's pretty secluded. Yep. But you got to have it kind of rigged up pretty good, dude. Yeah, they've always they always got can the attack like, explosives you rigged from all angles. Yeah, they really can. You know what I'd do if I had a farm? Yeah, what? I'd I'd put up one of them zombies on the front of my plow, and um, you know put a little like like carrot in front of them, but it'd have to be like a, like a severed hand or something oh, okay. instead of a carrot. Yeah. And he would drive the plow. He would be. Oh, Basically, I'd see power it with the zombies. I, yes. Zombie power. The, the zombies are a resource. That's actually pretty interesting. Yeah. I'd have a whole zombie farm and zombie factory, right? You just have to find the right... This is true for any type of employee. You have to find the right way to motivate them, right? <laughs> zombies are people too, right? You know, so you just grab a grab a grab a drunk from Dirty Sixth Street and put a put a big old fishbowl drink in front of them, and they'll be running and powering yes, something. Yes, I mean honestly, uh, I'm surprised this isn't talked about more. But zomb zombies are they're people too, and they have their own values, their own beliefs. They're um, it, it's sad to see uh, so many people just as one against uh, zombies. Such a, such a. I mean, they're they're in dire straits. Some well, of these people. Y y here's something I haven't quite figured out. Okay. Um, I don't know how well this is depicted. I don't know the consistency of this in the zombie movie universe. Let me ask you this: Can zombies swim? I've never seen them swim. I don't think they can. <laughs> I don't think they can. I think they would sink. I think there'd be a lot of a lot of splashing. Right. A lot of. <sighs> Could they work a boat? A canoe? <laughs> That's a great question. I don't think like they could. Boat. I don't think they could. Yeah. I don't think they could. They would just like go in circles. Right. We'd be able to figure it out. Right. So if you had a boat and you could do like a fishing boat, yeah. you might do all right. Hmm. You'd have That's to, a pretty good point. You'd have to go to land every once in a but while. But again, the people are going to be an issue. That are on the boat. No, the people that want your boat. Yeah, you could. You would be. That's right. You pirates. Have no, you wouldn't have good defense against the people. Pirates. That, oh, Pirates. Like, everyone would be a pirate. Oh, man. Yeah. A lot of angles to the zombie a apocalypse. A lot of angles. Because all, all Let's side Let's get back rules. to zombie rights. Okay? So, <laughs> let's not skirt that. I find it to be a disgrace that that um, everything that's said, that's said about zombies, like, no one uh, even feels bad with some of the things that are said about them. And the murder that's taken place. And, and uh, No, no one cares. Zombie nobody cares. Killed. You, there are some movies where the zombie like converts back to a human too. Yeah, really. Well, 
28 days or 28 no, weeks they don't, later. They don't convert back. Yeah, no. there's I some half really... zombies in that one. Are there? Maybe in the sequel there are? Yeah. Like, like is there going to be a cure and there's zombies now? But could you cure them and bring them back to life? That's probably pretty rare, but you also don't know. So it's like, if you kill a zombie, did you did you potentially kill someone that could come back as a human? A lot of, a lot of ethical questions. A lot of ethical questions. And, you know, they get tricky when you mix in friends or family members and... Uh, it gets pretty, pretty tricky. Oh, yeah. I don't think... If, dude, here's one. Mm-hmm. Bro, if I became a zombie, yeah. a violent one, yeah. and I was around you, yeah. what would you do, bro? Would you kill me? Okay, so this is a great question. So so, let's say with zombiehood aside, yeah. let's say you just started... Like you're going through a tough time and you started getting kind of violent. Like you give... You, uh, the benefit of the doubt, give you a chance. You try and talk through it, right? Whoa, 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 wait, wait, like, wait. what's going on here? I, I, and you're trying to talk to me as a zombie? Well, okay. I'm clear. There's a zombie apocalypse going on, and I'm clearly a zombie. Look, fine, but like, that doesn't, that, that will not mean I won't be a friend to you. Okay. No. Okay, here's my answer. Okay. I would kill you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Peter? Maybe you'd be more fun as a zombie. I Maybe think you'd I'd, be a better friend as a zombie. I, think, I don't know. I think I'd last longer as a human. You, you would last much. longer. You'd be. You would never go home. You'd be ready to party the whole night. You'd yeah, be on dirty you're, six. You're trying to cure zombies with therapy, bro. <laughs> therapy. You're too. dying. You're dying in the beginning of that movie, bro. You're dying. You're like the scientist at the beginning of the movie who's, no. who's yelling at all the bad guys. No, this is not the way to go about it. Put your weapons down. And <laughs> I'll be fine. You know what? I'm going to leave the zombies. You're going to join them, and then somehow they're not going to eat you? I didn't you? say join, but joining is actually not such a bad idea. Yeah. Well, if you can't beat them, join them. You're not going to beat the zombies. Have you ever seen a zombie movie? Yeah, maybe once you become a zombie, it's more of enjoyable. Maybe you're like, you know what? This is not so bad. Like, I know this yeah. looks bad to others. Right. Like, I know I look like a psycho, but, like, I'm kind of relaxed. Oh, yeah. That knee problem I used to have, I don't even feel it anymore. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Right? Yeah, maybe Exercise. they're maybe they're more at peace, you know. Maybe it cures way depression. more exercise. <laughs> way more exercise, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, their diet could probably improve. Um, they fast. You know, they fast a lot, and we know that fasting is really good for metabolism, really good for your body. They, they, they do fast better than us. They do a lot of fasting. Yeah, and a lot of exercise on fasting, which is also good. So, you know, to tie us back to Austin, where in Austin, I don't think there is prisons that close to Austin. Yeah, usually prisons are like, they're not too known or talked about too much. Maybe we should do some research. Well, yeah, they're not usually around the city. It doesn't benefit, you know, the city to have the press talk about. Would the Austin airport be a good zombie hideout? Oh, airport's pretty interesting. You got security set up there. If you want a helicopter, there's probably some there. You got potential transportation options. Security? What, you're going to put them through the TSA? Yeah, I'm going to have them go through um, screening (laughs) tests. I'm going to do a search. Sir, sir, we found... uh... Uh, Sir, can you take your shoes off? (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have to pat you down. We're going to pat you down. (laughs) I think think the Austin airport's not so bad. Not bad. Uh, uh, Maybe the UT... You could just go from airport to airport. Uh, Maybe the UT Stadium, but I don't know if that would make a whole lot of sense. Who says a zombie apocalypse means you can't still travel? You get a plane... Right? You know, fuel's going to be cheap. Yeah. There's going to be a ton of it already. It's going to take a while to go through it all. Go to Bali, man. Fly to Bali, you know. Assuming Travel the world. You can fl- go to Japan. I see some holes in this, Nick. 
you don't know what it's like over there in Bali or Japan. You don't know how to fly. You don't know fuel situation. You can't be that it's mobile. It's fine. You, you can't be that mobile. It's fine. I'll figure it out. <laughs> you are definitely dying in the beginning. You are a lot. I wouldn't give you, I'd give you three months in a zombie apocalypse. First of all, <laughs> first of all, dying, we need to define that. I may convert to zombieism. Okay, you may you and may, live my best life. You may I proactively may, volunteer. I may. I may. You might be like, you know what? Fight me. There'd be a lot less. You know less it's going to be on my terms, right? I don't want to be running away from zombies and like when I'm not ready for it, I get attacked, I get jumped, and turned into a zombie. If I want to be a zombie, like I want to, uh, uh, I'm on my terms, and, uh, and maybe it's better. Like, who am I to say that zombieism is not for me? You know? Yeah. Well, you know, here's one thing. You wouldn't you wouldn't have to stress about getting eaten by zombies if this you is are true. a zombie. Yeah. So if you're like, oh, Absolutely. I'm just spending my whole life worrying about getting eaten by zombies, problem solved, become a zombie. Totally. Totally. Yeah, I wouldn't you know do what? that. I wouldn't do that. How about this? <laughs> While you're still not a zombie, you prepare, you get, you collect a bunch of people that you're going to eat later, you put them in the prison, oh, you convert to zombieism, and you're like, all right, go into town. That is twisted. You load up you load up your food supplies, and then you become a zombie, and you just would plow through 100 you know prisoners. What? Maybe you don't even need to eat people. Maybe you just need fresh meat, some sort of, maybe a vegan zombie. They're, they're, they never go on a zombie thing. diet. Not a thing. You know, not that you know of. Maybe there's vegan zombies. Where they're going to eat. Yeah, you, you go and you get them some Beyond Burger. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say a zombie wouldn't be like, yeah, Oh my God. Good. What if that is the cure to a zombie apocalypse? Is this Beyond Burger, Impossible Maybe. Burger? If we can't tell a difference, why should the zombies be able to tell a right. difference? right. See, see, maybe you, maybe we shouldn't be so hard on the zombies. A lot of unanswered questions here about zombies. They're just hungry, you know. A lot of running. They they need fuel. I'm just saying. All right, all right. So time maybe, maybe a topic for another podcast. We could do whole three hours on this. <laughs> but I'll wrap up with my uh, next hypothetical all right, question. All right, all right, all right. All right. And I think this was a funny one with Dirty Six because there's so much people watching going on there. If you were invisible for 12 hours, mm -hmm. what would you do? And try not to be a pervert. <laughs> <sighs> I had an answer, but... Rats! Shoot. Rats! This might take some thought. Do you ever already have an answer? Do you know? No. Well, uh, no. But usually the answers just kind of come to me. Yes. Yeah. Because I'm just a creative genius like that. <laughs> Which is why I would last longer than you in a zombie apocalypse. But, um, yeah, I would. what would be cool to do if you were invisible that is not perverted? Because that, mm. that is kind of the answer a lot of guys said. Uh, it would be kind of cool to do something that would be adherently dangerous, but since you are not seen, you would be safe. That's interesting. But, what, like diving with sharks as a, an yeah, example? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Now, here's what's unclear with the whole invisibility rules. Um it's Can you still get crack. hit? Like if you're invisible and I throw a punch right where you are, do you still get punched? Yep. You do? That's I thought how invisibility I works. I don't think it does. I think I just go right through you like a ghost. Nope. Because you can't punch a ghost. Yeah, you can't punch a ghost. As far as we know, we can't feel it. Okay, you know what though? You're right. Because in Predator, mm -hmm. they're invisible, but you can hit them when you, you can bleed. punch them. And, and when they bleed, you can see the blood usually. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say those are the rules. Okay. So, yeah, you can't you just... Can you can get punched. You, yeah, you, you get can hit by get a car. By a shark. Yeah, and if you get cut, you start to bleed and you're not invisible. I think okay. that's fair. Yeah, okay. All right. You know what I would do? I'd sneak into the White House, bro. 
Really? What would you do? I'd just hang sit, out. I'd just hang out in that oval office, office, bro. See what's just, like, going take on. Take some selfies. Yeah, oh, go shoot. The... That selfies won't turn out. <laughs> oh man, dang it! The visibility is hard. <laughs> Dude, I'd go. I'd go in that oval office, bro. Yeah. I'd go in that situation room. I'd see what kind of these conspiracy theories have any merit to them. You could just like like shout things over people's shoulders. Yeah. Like, oh, that's a terrible idea. Can you speak when you're invisible? I think you can. You can also sneeze and cough. Like, it might get you in a sticky situation. You fart. <laughs> you can. Yeah. I don't think I've sucks. ever seen an invisible person fart. I've never seen an invisible person. Uh, in movies. Well, in movies, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm glad you cleared that up because I really thought you'd seen a lot. <laughs> Nobody has. Nobody has. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the White House. If, if, when I were a kid, when I when I were a kid, when I was a kid, I know yeah. my answer would have been, "I'm gonna go rob a bank. It'll be so much fun." Oh, you could totally rob I'll a bank. Twenty thousand dollars and be set for life. Maybe not though, because they would see you carrying the money. Yeah, that's like out of a cartoon. Out of uh, uh, yeah, but it's it still work. Um, be fine. Maybe you could hack something. You could like go into a computer mm-hmm. and then wire. No, they'd be. A, what am I saying? They'd be a record. You could do that. that visible also. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, if you're invisible. You could. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely espionage and spying would be your biggest strength. Yeah, because it's not like your superpowers. Maybe we could just play pranks on people. That'd be kind of fun. You could pull Freak some amazing out. pranks. Amazing pranks. You could also be like a really good hitman. Yeah. But I wouldn't want to do that. I don't want to kill people. No? No. Not you know, that game. Zombies, I will kill people. No way. Zo- again, zombies are people, so. Well, you know, agree or disagree on that one there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So some type of espionage, if you're invisible, to go to Dirty Six Street, you'd be in safe mode. Yeah. Although, here's the funny not thing about the Dirty Six Street. I feel like even if you're well-behaved on Dirty Six Street, if you're there and it's like 1 a.m., you can definitely be in just in the wrong place and wrong time and get punched in the face. I, for have you heard of that? No reason someone? of your oh, own. Oh yeah, I got punched in the face on Dirty Six. Yeah, okay. for no reason of your own, just wrong place, wrong time. There's a lot of people who are just ready to throw a punch there. Yeah. So if you're so you're saying if you were invisible, you had this incredible ability that's yes. never been seen before. You're going to Dirty Six? No, <laughs> not my first choice. But I'm saying even if you're invisible on Dirty Six Street, you are still at risk of getting punched in the face. Yep. Yep. This is true. Yeah. Heed caution. Heed caution, my friends. So we will wrap on some of those there. But hey, what would you guys do if you were invisible? Where yeah. would you go with the zombie apocalypse? Let, let us know. Or just give us a call. Yeah. Yeah. Just let us know. You know us. Everyone listening to this knows us. <laughs> just knock on our door. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, hey, come on up. Leave a review because we got tough competition. You know, mm-hmm. we got Anthony mm-hmm. does puzzles. We got sounds of washing machine. We need y'all's help. Yep. Hey, check out our clips on our Instagram as well. Ooh, they are fire right now. I mean, we're blowing spicy up. hot. Blowing up, guys. Yeah. It's coming here. Let us know what you want us to go over as well. Yeah, we're not gonna listen, but just let us know. Yeah. Yeah, because we know better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want we we want to turn you down on your ideas. Yeah, I'd like to tell you how horrible your ideas and are. And then we'll probably still use it. It makes me feel better and <laughs> makes me feel like I'm more smart. <laughs> I'm the influencer here. It's like someone who, who like you, you you pitch your idea to them and they go, terrible idea, stupid. And then a couple weeks later, they just go ahead and do it. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Jobs used to do that a lot, but in a different way. It's almost kind of like a Facebook thing. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. 
a little bit. But alrighty, we'll wrap today, guys. Thanks for everything, and we are out.